Hello, and welcome to Faith Life 365. Hey, this is episode number 45. Now, if you've missed any past episodes, please go back. You can get caught up with us and uh, also visit the website over at www.faithlife365.org. And uh, let's say a prayer and get started today. Father God, we come before you in the name of Jesus. Father, we just praise your holy name. We, we thank you and praise you as always for the many blessings that you've given us. Father, now open up our eyes that we may see in our ears, that we may hear and understand your word. Father, renew our minds. Give us knowledge, wisdom, and understanding as we grow in faith, Father, now as we hear and study your word. Amen, amen. All right. Now, in episode number 44, we were discussing the question of why faith does not work for me. And let's, let's continue talking about this and compare the Word of God to what religion often teaches. And we've, uh, in the past, we've, we've discussed um, that there are spiritual laws, just as there are different laws governing different things in the natural realm. Uh, there are laws governing electricity, uh, laws of gravity, laws governing aerodynamics, and so on. Um, electricity safely powers our homes, but if you break the laws governing electricity, it'll kill you. Uh, the law of gravity uh, always works. It keeps us from floating around. It uh, keeps your car firmly on the ground, but if, but if you jump off of a skyscraper, it'll kill you. It's, it's not that electricity or gravity hates you and wants you dead. There are laws governing them, and if we violate those laws, it can kill us or cause major harm or damage. Now, spiritual laws are no different. If we operate within the spiritual laws as the Word of God has given them to us, we can do all things the Word of God says we can do. However, if we do not operate Within these laws, just as with natural laws, we can die or receive major harm or damage or just fail. See, God's will is that we live in the full authority that he has given us in his word. But at the same time, he's given us free will to make our own choices. Now, when we make choices that are not in line with his word or we do not live and operate within the spiritual laws he has given us, we can't blame God or say that it was his will that bad things happen. So as we continue to discuss this topic, uh, it's also important that we fully understand and embrace the fact that unless Jesus returns for the church and we're taken up in the rapture, that these flesh and blood bodies will one day expire. We will one day die. Uh, so let's look at Hebrews chapter 9, verse 27, the English Standard Version. It says, And just as it is appointed for man to die once, and after that comes the judgment. So we must realize that, that as we age and grow older, the closer to our appointed time we come. And uh, Genesis 6, 3 it says that a man's days will be 120 years. And Psalms 90 and verse 10 says that the days of our life are 70 years or even by reason of strength, 80 years. So it's safe to say that if we die in old age of natural causes, we will be between the ages of 70 and 120 years old. 
And so I've noticed that as I get older, my mind still feels young. And, you know, we often don't realize how old we really are until we try to do something that we used to do when we were younger and suddenly realize halfway through the cartwheel that our body isn't the same age that our mind thinks or feels like it is or wants it to be. And this lapse of mental judgment often doesn't end in a smooth landing. And, uh, and it could end with us in need of healing, uh, if nothing else, a healed ego. So, in seriousness, though, even though we are Christians and we love God and Jesus, see, it's difficult for many people to accept and come to grips with death. We love our spouses, our children, our grandchildren, our, our great-grandchildren, um, for those blessed with extra strength, our great-great-grandchildren. But the fact still remains that we must all one day die. So even though we may have strong faith, uh, if we have reached the age of 70, we do have to accept that by the Word of God, we have 50 years or less to live. Now, I say that partially in jest, but the fact is the Word of God gives us the number 70 as the days of our life. And as we go above the age 70, we're doing so because of strength. But as we discuss and understand faith, we, we must do so with the knowledge and understanding that we all are appointed a time to die in this flesh. Now, does that mean we just give up and die after the age of 70? Uh, or that, that we can't have faith for healing after 70? Certainly not. But, um, you know, I mean, we can receive strength to live another 50 years. Just, just know these flesh and blood bodies do have an expiration date, and we must be able to accept that we cannot live in these flesh and blood bodies forever. Now, another uh, very important area to look at when it comes to exercising our faith is, is our personal preparedness. Are you prepared to stand in faith. You see, some people often wait until the storm is upon them to start preparation. Well, I mean, do you know the Word of God? Do you know what the Word says about faith, about healing, physical needs, financial needs, spiritual needs? Are you a doer of the Word, or are you just a hearer of the Word? So, do you wait until you're in the middle of the storm before you attempt to get supplies? and make other preparations, or do you prepare before the storm comes? I mean, how many people, how many times, uh, okay, a big snowstorm's coming, or this kind of hurricane's coming, and you can't, everybody's stripping the shelves in the grocery stores. That's last-minute preparation. So, as Christians, many of us are just not prepared when the storms come. And, and I firmly believe that there are many, many Christians in the world today that they honestly believe that they're prepared for the storm, uh, that they're prepared to stand in faith, but sadly, um, they're really not prepared at all. And why is this? Well, there are several reasons for one not being fully prepared for the storms of life. I mean, the obvious reason is that uh, we've been negligent in our duties and have simply not prepared. I mean, in some cases, we're not prepared because we've been given a false sense of security. I mean, unfortunately, uh, religion is often the reason we have a false sense of security. However, 
ultimately, it still comes back on us as individuals to be responsible to ensure that we're properly prepared. It's our responsibility to read and know the Word of God. We should not simply take the word of someone else, even if that person is a pastor, minister, or evangelist. We should hear the word of God taught and preached and then go verify what we've been taught. In order to truly be prepared for the storms of life, we need to present our bodies as a living sacrifice to God. We should not follow after the world, but we should let God transform us by the renewing of our minds And we do this by reading, hearing, and studying the Word of God. By prayer and seeking God through the Holy Spirit to reveal God's pleasing and perfect will for us. Now Romans chapter 12 verses 1 and 2 of the King James Version says, I beseech you therefore, brethren, by the mercies of God, that you present your bodies a living sacrifice, holy, acceptable to God, which is your reasonable service. And do not be conformed to this world, but be transformed by the renewing of your mind, that you may prove what is that good and acceptable and perfect will of God. So how do you live your life? Do you, I don't know, how do you treat your body? Do you smoke cigarettes? Do you drink alcohol excessively? Do you uh, take over-the-counter drugs maybe more than you should? Do you overeat? Are you overweight or obese? I don't know. Do you eat healthy foods or do you eat mostly junk foods? Do you take illegal drugs? Do you live your life in sin and lust and, and other things of that nature? See, how we live our lives will have a direct impact on our health. I mean, we can't be shocked if we smoke cigarettes and are diagnosed with lung cancer. Or, or if we eat tons of junk food, we're overweight, and we get diagnosed with, a, with diabetes or obesity. When we choose to live this way, not only are we not prepared for the storm, but we're giving Satan the ammunition to attack us and to cause the storm, to cause these problems. Uh, there's this Chinese bamboo tree I've read about uh, that, that when it's planted, it, it grows a root structure underground for four years. There's nothing above the ground, just under the ground root structure. And there's, there's no above ground growth. But in the fifth year, it suddenly uh, sprouts and starts growing above ground, and it can grow up to 90 foot tall in just five or six weeks. I mean, I, I can't even imagine that. I've sat there and thought about that. 90 foot tall in just five weeks. I mean, that's an average of two and a half foot per day of growth. You can almost just sit there and just watch it grow. I, that's, that's amazing to me. Um, But if this tree were to just immediately start growing above ground at this pace, when its seed was first planted, it it would fall over from its own weight. Uh, It it takes four years of growing a strong, deep root system underground to sustain the mighty growth and the height of this bamboo tree. It's strong and grounded. It has a deep and vast root system to provide it uh, the required nourishment and to allow it to withstand the storms and the winds that come up against it, to allow it to be able to grow that that rapidly. And you see, as Christians, we need to become like that Chinese bamboo tree. I'm not saying we need to take four years 
before we can do anything. I'm saying we need to be firmly rooted and grounded in the Word of God. We need to grow that root system. We need to allow the Word of God to develop as a deep root structure in our hearts, our minds, and our souls. I mean, Jesus tells us in, in Matthew uh, 12 and uh, 34, for out of the abundance of the heart, the mouth speaks. And, and Proverbs 23, 7, it says, for uh, as he thinketh in his heart, so is he. Now, if the word of God is rooted deep in our hearts, minds, and souls, we will be well grounded when the storm comes upon us. We will speak the word of God from our heart and know that God is our source. He's our provider. He's our high tower. And nothing can stand against us because he that is in us is greater than he that is in the world. Now, for many, it's only when the storm is upon them in the form of sickness or financial difficulty or other serious life situations that they turn to the Word of God and try to stand in faith. You see, many, many times we want to grow 90 foot tall in faith in days or weeks, and in some cases hours. And the problem is we've not developed a vast and deep root structure in the Word of God. And, and, and as, as we try to suddenly stand strong in faith, you see, without having that strong infrastructure, the root system, to sustain us, and that doesn't work in most all cases. You see, we find uh, that we really do not know what the Word of God says about our situation. And, and when that happens... Um, and we don't have that scriptural foundation uh, that, that we need to stand in faith with. So when the storm intensifies and we're not immediately seeing the results, you know, that, that we've been standing in faith to see, at that point we often become discouraged. Uh, it's so much easier for doubt just to creep in. And then, then, then we start that wondering, you know, what, why is faith not work for me? I mean, why, why I, I have faith, I believe, but we were not prepared and we didn't have that root structure system and we didn't have those words right there from the Word of God to speak and stand on. I mean, it's imperative that we build our root structure and that we have the Word of God deeply rooted in our hearts, our minds, and our souls before the problems arise and before the storm hits, and then we're sound. We're not shaken. We're not rattled. We have the Word within us, and we know how to speak it and how to stand firm in the Word of God and stand strong in our faith that what God's Word says is truth, and it will overcome what we see with our eyes or hear with our ears, what our five senses are trying to tell us because we know we're firmly founded and grounded in the Word. And that's all for this episode. I would like to ask you to join me uh, in episode number 45 as we continue to discuss the topic of religion or Word of God. And we're going to pick up here where we left off. Listen, I want to thank you for listening for watching and and may God bless you and keep you today and every day as we grow in faith and live the faith life 365 days per year.